We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, everybody. I'm Dr. A. That's Ken Kreitz, also known as the K-Train. And this is the award-winning Roto-Wire Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Underdog and Vivid Seats. Let's do this. Steve, it's an honor to be here. I can't believe... They're letting both cranky old men run the show. It's like the Stadler and Waldorf are taking over the, the Muppet Show, come down from the balcony. The Muppet Show, yeah. You you made a Stadler and Waldorf comment to me the other day, and, and you actually told me it was the Muppet Show before I had a chance to guess. But that is uh, that is immediately where I was going. And for all you kids out there, which is probably 98% of our audience, uh, the Muppet Show was puppets. From Jim Henson, uh, the Sesame Street people. And these two old guys sat up in the balcony and made fun of everyone. So that's sort of what we do. Hecklers, yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, Ken, this is pretty cool. Uh, We've never actually met before until right now, uh, except via an email. And we were in a different room together yesterday doing a a basketball draft. but I could tell just from the emails and, and the old man dad jokes that we have going on that we're, we're going to get along pretty well. I see the, the Wilco poster on your wall that tells me uh, we both probably like some dad rock. And uh, I'm looking forward to this. We're going to talk a little um, James Harden, of course. I do six podcasts a week, and we have to talk about James Harden in every single one of them. Are you contractually obligated? <laughs> Uh, I think so. I mean, he's the he's the only guy we're really waiting for, right? So, so we need right. to know what's going to happen with Harden, and and then uh, we're going to talk about some of your guys because my big shtick for the last ten years has been my guys. We're going to talk about your guys. We may talk about some of my guys as well. We're gonna we are contractually we are contractually obligated to talk about Wimby and Chet because yes. Yes. that's what everybody wants to talk about. Yeah. And then we might do some sleepers, uh, some bold bets, and. And maybe talk about that draft we had yesterday when I got roasted for drafting uh, Desmond Bain of all people. Like I was I wildly in your corner for that. We'll get into that because he's on my list. I love that pick. I was pissed. I wanted, I wanted <laughs> Bain. He was supposed to drop to me. <laughs> I did not understand the problem with that. But anyway, uh, let's talk about James Harden. I'm kind of. Is it cranky and old manish of me to be happy to see him losing? 
his leverage. I mean, you and I, can you imagine if this was the 80s or 90s and like Rick Mahorn was trying to do this to the Pistons or something like, you know, this is nuts. And, and, you know, for all these raging egomaniac types, I always think, what fan base is going to love these guys after they've bounced around to three or four franchises? Like, I realize the more pressing news is, is Harden going to get dealt? And if so, when? But, like, when James Harden retires, what fan base, Steve, do you think is going to like James Harden? You know, it's going to have him back at the arena. Who's going to put his number in the rafters? It's not OKC, right? He, he made a mess in Houston. It sure ain't Brooklyn. I'm friends with this this lady in town, and she's always like, she knows I'm a basketball writer, and yeah. she hears the key words, you know, and she's like, my grandson loves James Harden. And I'm like, why? Like, how does he <laughs> He's five still, years old. He must how does he five. still have fans? Like, right, <laughs> right, right, exactly. I mean, exactly. I just don't, I just... You know, people people love to hate on LeBron James, but LeBron James plays. LeBron James, he, he did one plays, does great things for charity. Certainly, the Akron area. You know that school he's running is amazing. Yeah, he made one mistake. You know, the, the right. decision, the way that was presented, was a little rough, and people yeah. have never gotten over it. Yes, he's a flopper. Yes, he cries after every every call, but so does Luca. Uh, and but I brought I, a championship I, to Cleveland, right? Like. Hey, there's a town. I lived in Cleveland for six years. They were desperate for a trophy, you know, very yeah. desperate. And all Harden does is get himself run out of every town he ends up in. So right. I don't, right. I don't really get it. Are, let's talk short term. Let's talk short term or Harden. If you're the Clippers, do you really care if you get Harden in December or January or even February? In fact, financially, aren't you happy to have Philly eat a month or two of that huge contract? Yeah. Because – who else is looking for Harden? Like, is there any other? T- Harden's made it very clear he's only going to the Clippers. He's he he can torpedo any team he wants. I don't know why any other team would want to get into this mix. Uh, you know, the Lakers sure can't possibly have the funds for this salary wise. Uh, it sounds like you know. I assume he wants to be in L.A. not just uh, with the Clippers, but like, who else is hopping into this? mess and it's if you're the Clippers like, let it roll it's not like anybody's banging down the door to get to get their hands on Harden and same <laughs> true in fantasy I mean fantasy managers are like well what do we do with what? and that's what we're that's what we're kind of talking about like what do fantasy owners do about James Harden because you're sitting there and it gets to pick 25 26 27 right you're like, man if I get this guy and he does end up playing which you know the latest news was that his relationship and trust are broken with Daryl Morey, but his plan is to play basketball. He may even play in tomorrow night's game against Atlanta, the preseason finale. Well, he doesn't want to get fined. You know, he's like, what's the minimum I have to do to not lose any of my paycheck? And so he shows up, but, you know, he tweaks an ankle. <laughs> and all of a sudden, no, I need to. I need to sit down a game or two. Oh, you know, like my, my, arm is, my arm is broke. <laughs> What's the Caddyshack? The Caddyshack. Oh, hey. Uh, just um, Yeah, he's playing good soldier because he, he has to, because really, Maury holds all the all the leverage right now. And so I'm not I'm not drafting James Harden in fantasy. I'm just not going to do it. No. I'm going to let I mean, somebody if he else. somehow slips fourth round, right? Everyone has some value. 
He's not, no one's letting him slip to the fourth round. Would you take him in the fourth? Yeah, he, that's the thing. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take him. He's not gonna fall where I would take him. Right. And right. and probably I'm guessing. So yeah, like you said, third round. Uh, you'd love to get him in the third or fourth round, but he's he's probably not gonna get that far. So I'm not. I'm not gonna mess with him. I'm just. Yeah. Yeah. There's absolutely. just too much. Too much baggage and too. You know, we were. He's. He's worn the fat suit before. I'm. I would not be surprised if he wears it again. Uh, all of that. I fell for that. I really thought he did look fat in Houston when he <laughs> came into camp. I thought, oh my god, he's out of shape. <laughs> uh, let me do this underdog read real quick. Underdog Please. Fantasy is the number one platform for best ball leagues, including fantasy basketball. Underdog's featured best ball tournament for the upcoming NBA season has five hundred thousand dollars in total prizes. You haven't tried Underdog yet. New Underdog users receive a first-time deposit bonus up to $100 and a free six-month subscription to RotoWire with promo code RWNFL. It's promo code RWNFL. Visit underdogfantasy.com or download the Underdog app today and use promo code RWNFL to claim your free RotoWire subscription and deposit bonus. That's RWNFL. For your free RotoWire subscription, it's like we've been doing this for years. <laughs> Smooth as Just butter. Just like clockwork. <laughs> Smooth as butter. Um. Okay, you want to talk about some of your guys? Yeah. Thank you for uh yeah giving me the your guy segment. Uh, I do need to say, fans, if you enjoy this video, please please click the like and subscribe buttons below. Um, yeah, I decided to order my guys by round. Uh, obviously, everyone loves all the first-round picks for the most part, so there's no point in saying, you know, how wonderful all the superstars are. So I went uh, kind of round by round. I love, and maybe my hat gives this away, but I love Jason Tatum in the first round for a few reasons. I find forward scarcity in every league I'm in, where I'm loaded at guards and my forwards are weak. Um, you always get a reliable high game count from Jason Tatum, which isn't true for some people like maybe your buddy Luca, for instance. Um, he's wildly consistent. He helps in all categories. Great percentages, which are always underappreciated. Uh, so I'm a big Tatum fan in the first round. But that's not exactly rocket science. It's not rocket science, but something I love about Tatum uh, is the fact that he is only 20, I'm, I'm looking it 27, up. 27, 28? We'll, we'll see. That's what we used to do, Strap and I used to do on my old podcast, was try to get, he would always have 25, me try to guess. 25, which I should know. 25. I see him with his kid all the time, and you you think he's 38. He's been in a league <laughs> that long. I mean, it's every year, he and he's, he's 25 years old. He keeps getting better and better and better. Yeah. So he, we haven't even seen peak Tatum yet. This is how reliable. At age 19, he played 80 games. You know, like, he's there every season. He's No matter what trades they make, he's going to be their first option on offense. Um, but anyway, that so that's – that's uh, I love getting him in the first round if ever at all possible. Okay, now, second round – oh, go now ahead. This is, this is a guy, that, the same guy that blasted me for Desmond Bain, did not like this pick either. Tatum? No. Oh, oh this pick. Oh, my pick. Yeah. McCall Bridges, the star of your Brooklyn Nets. 
Another guy who plays 82 games a season, never missed a game in high school, never missed a game in college, and hasn't missed a game in five NBA seasons. In fact, played 83 games last year because of the Nets trade. Um, but hey, me and everyone else in the world is really high on bridges. Uh, but I love the game count. And um, plus he's got uh, guard and forward status in most leagues. Um, so I love Bridges' upside. People look at last year's stats. Well, more than half of that was with his old days in Phoenix, not, you know, running the show in Brooklyn. Dude, if I'm you not just as look high at, on Cam Johnson as, as other people are. If you look at just his Brooklyn games, there are only 27 of them. Yeah. But 26 points. All right. Four yeah. and four and a half boards. 2.7 assists, a steal, 0.6 blocks, 2.5 threes, 89% from the line, 47.5 from the floor. Like those are second round, third round at, at worst, second or third round numbers. I think yeah. he was a third or fourth round player overall last year. And like like you said, there's Cam Johnson, there's Mikhail Bridges, there's not, there's Spencer Dinwiddie. I mean, there's not these big scoring guys. Uh, in Brooklyn, and that their comment was, "Well, yeah, he's going to score, but what else is he going to do? I think he's going to do a lot." So, right, <laughs> right. Uh, he's going to hit threes. He's going to have great percentages. He's going to get over a steal a game. He's going to get almost a block a game. I mean, it's a across the board production. I was not a fan of yesterday's draft comment section, but I was also too busy drafting to get pissed off in the comments. <laughs> well, I, there, it wasn't too bad, but the, 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 the Vaughn from from NBC was like. He did not like Mikko Bridges, and he did not like Desmond Bain in the second round. Which more power to him. I, I didn't like some of some of his picks or some of the other picks too. So yeah, was he the uh, one that's that took KD? We, Is he the that's one that took KD? Who took KD in the first round? And I was like, Are you kidding me? Old uh, man Kevin Durant is going to play fifty games. He's going to be on the bench during your fantasy playoffs. I'll tell you I what. We'll, we'll that. pull that draft up at the end and, and run okay. through some of the more interesting picks from that. Be cranky old man on that. That'll be fantastic. Who's your, who's your next guy? <laughs> uh, next guy. So now we're going third round, and I cheated here. Third round is when I panic that I don't have a center yet. So you have to know your own personal weaknesses. And mine is I have to have a center in two center leagues, that is, which yesterday's draft was. But at the third round, I'm just taking the best center available. Uh, sometimes that's Carl Anthony Towns dropping to three. Great. Bam. Miles Turner and all those block shots, or back to Brooklyn. Nick Claxton's arc is still pointing upward. The block shots there are crazy. Uh, the rebounds are fantastic. His free throw percentage looks terrible, but he only takes like two and a half attempts a game. So math-wise, it's really not that bad. But that's this is where I panic and get a center, Steve. Do you ever do that in any positions? Yeah, center. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I took back-to-back -back centers yesterday. I took Chet, and then I took uh, Alperin Shengun because I was like, if I don't get a center soon, I'm I'm not going to get one. And uh, you want to start the run, not end the run, right? You're right. And one interesting thing that's I think different between you and I. I think we we feel the same way about most older older diva type players, but I feel like I'm more of a I'm going to go get these young kids that are totally unproven and have all yeah. the hype, and I'm going to reach for you know I'm going to reach for Wemby around early. And you're more like, no, I don't need to deal with Chet or Wimby. Just give me Bam, and I'm right. good. Right. You're right. I am the dullest 
fantasy sports player in the world. <laughs> I'm like, oh, DeMar DeRozan? Sure. 110 years old? No problem. Get him on the roster. <laughs> I'll, I'll, especially early, though. And that this gets back to Tatum in the first round. I, you know, to me, it's the second half of all the drafts where you have fun and go for high upside. But that first half, I am so boring and conservative because I just want to lock in being competitive. And I don't think you take crazy swings in the first few rounds. That's when you lock in production and then have fun with high upside guys in the second half. You but, know, I yeah, think, you're, you're bolder than I am. I think back in the day, that's the way it was. Like, back in the day, you, your first six picks, you didn't, you didn't take any risk. You just went straight. I mean, and I think that's the way yeah. everybody did it. That's sort of what the book said to do. Yeah. And now today it's more of wild, wild west. Like get your guys, reach for the stars, go. If <laughs> well, you've got I, a feeling, I, follow right. it. <laughs> I think the real rule is you need to be in the minority of the tactics that are occurring in your league. So if everyone in your league is going for young stars, then you get all the old guys cheap. But if everyone's cranky, old, and conservative and going old guys, then you zag and take young upside people. But you never want to be competing with five or six other people who have the exact same strategy. And I, to your point about the trends of today, Steve, very few cranky old men like you and I in these drafts. And so I'm happy to take the boring, dull, because everyone else can't wait to get that amazing rookie who's only going to play 45 games and is probably a little in over his head. And it's going to have a terrible field goal percentage that's, that you're almost wincing when he shoots. Yes. Give me the sophomores even, you know, that are that are going to blossom. Yes. All right. Who else you got? Well, this is funny because of the draft. But I, I then I went with two fourth-round guys. In some drafts, Desmond Bain is still available in the fourth round. I don't know why. I'm very happy to get him in the third round, especially if I went center early. But let's talk about why Bain is a great guy to have on your roster, right? Jaws out 25 games, as you know. But I also love the Marcus Smart edition. I feel like with or without Morant there, Smart on defense is now going to take a lot of the dirty work off of Bain's plate, and Bain can focus more on the offensive side of things. Um, so, and, and then he'll slide to small forward. Most leagues he already has forward and guard eligibility. But love the upside with Bain. Love the outside shooting. Um, anytime you get a three-point shooter with a decent field goal percentage, that's always makes my day as well. But why did you take him in the second round yesterday, Steve? You know, I got hung up by the Yahoo rankings, to be honest. I, everything I've been doing is ESPN. Yeah. And uh, I've been going Wemby in the second round. And uh, I, I you're, this is going to shock people, but I don't really spend a lot of prep time for anything I do, whether it be a podcast or whether it be going into a expert uh, fantasy draft that's going to be televised to the world. Uh, I just kind of go in and do my thing. And <clears throat> Luca fell to me at five. And then the next on the turn, it was Bane was sitting there. I was like, oh, I don't have Bane anywhere yet. Oh, you went some I shit. Like, I like Bane. I'm, I'm going to take Bane. Yeah. And I just took him. And then afterwards, I kind of thought to myself, probably should have gone Wimby there, but I, I don't hate the Bane pick because mainly because John Moran is gone, yeah, for twenty five games. Yep. You look at what Bane did last year; it was almost twenty two points, five boards, four and a half mm -hmm. assists, tons of threes. I mean, it could be, it could easily be twenty five, 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 easily a steal and a half, and 
4.23 pointers this year. And he's not going to block shots, but that's that's it. And, and like you said, his percentages are off the charts. So. He's an elite free throw shooter, over 88% last year. Shot over four, uh, um, shot 48% from the field while almost hitting three threes. Who hits three threes a game and shoots 48% from the from the field? You know, Desmond Bain. That's Desmond about it. Desmond Bain is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's the only guy. You know. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, to back up, like your approach with drafts is to actually have fun and enjoy it, where mine is to grind like the evil corporate person I used to be and treat it like a job. <laughs> You're, you know, that's why people like hanging out with you, Steve, more than hanging out with me. <laughs> well, we've both been doing this since the late 90s. And from the late 90s to like 2008, I was pretty serious. Like I, I was, I was not reaching for guys. I was not doing crazy yeah. stuff. And then somewhere in the middle of that, I was like, okay, this has actually become a job and <laughs> it's getting kind of boring. And I need, I just am doing this to have fun. So I'm going to start having fun. And I, I kind of changed my whole Smart. approach Smart. at that point. Now, you know, the difference between the ESPN rankings and the Yahoo rankings is that ESPN does their stat projections in house. 
and Yahoo gets them from Rotowire. So the problem is when I'm in when I'm in Yahoo drafts, I get angry because they're ranking guys a lot like I have them from my Rotowire cheat sheet. <laughs> I'm like, no, you need to be suggesting Durant here, not the guy I want. <laughs> you know, stop Funny. it. <laughs> Funny. But yeah, I mean, they are a little bit different. So you, yeah. it does help, you know. I I don't I don't do a lot of mock drafts, but if you're gonna be drafting different kinds of leagues and different you're gonna be using different websites for your for your leagues, like say you had a points league and a yeah. and a you know maybe an you auction. Need to know centers. And, is it two or three two or one center? Is there two centers? Because that changes everything. And doing mock drafts helps you get a feel for for what you need to do, especially if you haven't been doing this. Well, um, and I know you're kind of new to best ball, but here's what I love about best ball this time of year is it's mock drafts where people have skin in the game, meaning too many mock draft systems automated, you know, half the teams are auto drafting and can tell they don't care that much. They wind up with a net, you know, too many guards. They don't really care. It's just a fun mock draft, but best ball, they've all got skin in the game. They've generally paid to enter this best ball uh, auction or draft. And it, I just find it far more accurate and, and best uh, preparation for the meaningful drafts. Uh, so I do enjoy Underdog. Also, he wrote a wire client. Thank you, folks. Just <laughs> <laughs> right along. That was much better than what Rick Camlin and I did to that. Uh, <laughs> that was much better what we did in our debut episode when we you're just getting started ball. in the Rotowire family there, Steve. We Don't went on a best ball rant and did not realize that <laughs> right the ad we the read. to read was about best ball. So that was classic. All right, so true. It's it's mock drafts with skid in the game. There's your soundbite, Steve. Well, like you said, the draft we did yesterday was, you know, if we just if if people didn't really want to spend the time to manage that, but we want to see who drafted the best team, we could throw it into a best ball, like you said, yeah. and find out. And we wouldn't have to spend, we wouldn't have to set lineups every week. For, yeah, exactly. That was my hope. All right. Here's, here's my last guy. My last guy. You can never have too many point guards and I'm a little point guard light. I love getting Jamal Murray in the fourth round. I think people are still nervous about his knee, even though how great did Jamal Murray look the second half of last season through the championship. It's so weird to have an undervalued guy who just won a trophy, right? But Jamal Murray, I think he's maybe he's just been around too long. He's not as flashy, but like he is the classic K train boring pick uh, that will, that I think will be productive all year. Um, again, he's got how many easy assists does he get flipping it to Jokic, you know? Uh, so anyway, big Jamal Murray fan. And uh, especially when everyone else has gone nuts on point guards earlier. And that's a good point, too, because Jamal Murray just sort of floats under the radar. And maybe it's because he missed all that time, you know, over a couple seasons when he was hurt. Um, but, man, he looked really healthy second half last year. He, he looks good right now. I, If he was I a New good... York Nick, can you imagine how popular Jamal Murray would be? I think part of it's, you know, East Coast, West Coast bias. You're probably right. Okay, so a couple guy, a couple of my guys. Um, yeah, go, Steve. Which I've talked about this in every podcast I've done, so I'm not. And there's a whole column about it out there in the internet. Uh, but I, I've kind of moved. Luca is now questionable for Game One of the regular season. They're hoping he can play in it. Um, he's got a calf. He dinged up his calf. Only got to play five minutes against Real Madrid, which. They didn't want to let him do that, but he made them do that. Um, 
you know, you were talking about where, who else would possibly want James Harden. I mean, Luca is out on an island by himself with Kyrie Irving and a bunch of guys. The you... average NBA fan could yeah. not pull out of a lineup, right? <laughs> okay. You've but already what kind of crazy town is it to have Kyrie Irving and James Harden on the same roster? And Luca. <laughs> it would be insane, but at least you would have a big three and give yourself a chance because I mean, when Jalen Hardy is the next guy that I'm most excited about, yeah, uh, there yeah. are issues in Dallas. But people are crazy about Green in that on that depth chart too. Jalen Green, um, Josh Green, yeah, Josh Green. Sorry, thank you, thank you. Uh, I like Josh like Green. Josh and yeah, and especially because your point, they are so woefully the depth chart's so scary over there. It's just but, bad. Uh, it's Luca and a bunch of stuff, and and yeah. people have them winning like 44 games. I just don't see how that happens, especially. Luca's already banged up. They they have another top ten pick like they had last year. Yeah. They tanked last year, so the Knicks wouldn't get their hands on that pick. So it, I'm a little worried about Luca's games played this year, as I should be every year. You should I, know be. He, I mean, he's mid sixties every season. Yeah, he's he can't not make a free throw. Can't make, he's going to shoot mid low seventies from the free throw. He's not what you'd call the the most uh, impressive physical specimen for someone who's a professional athlete. He and Jokic must have the same European trainer, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but Jokic, you know, so, you know, especially nine category where, he, you know, he's going to have almost four turnovers a game, nine category with the free throw percentage, the turnovers in the games played. I actually consider Luca a second round pick, but that's boring math. If I want to watch a game at night, I want to see Luca play. Well then, why do your why do your Yahoo rankings have him number two? <laughs> they don't for nine category, and so when you go to RotoWire and use the custom cheat sheet feature, and you put in whether it's eight or nine or ten and twelve teams, Luca falls to fourteen. For well, I thought category. I thought that if we were doing a uh, nine cat in Yahoo, it would use the nine cat rankings, but it probably doesn't. There's probably just one set of rankings. You got a so you want to go to custom rankings on RotoWire. And that's where they say, you know, how many teams, what are the position requirements, which for the most part is one or two centers, right? Uh, you say who's hosting it it's because then it's, it syncs up with the position uh, uh, designations for that particular commission site, in this case, Yahoo. Uh, sidebar, why is Daniel Gafford a power forward on Yahoo? What that, what, what's going on with society? <laughs> <laughs> The guy can't shoot for more than three feet out of the uh, you know, away from the basket. He's a power forward. Get out of here! Uh, but no, you really want to use the custom rankings. I think you were looking at the default, which usually is eight category head to head. That's probably and, what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, but you know, what? but great illustration that you got to know the rules of your league and you got to adjust your sheet for those rules. Uh, and that's why I love the custom rankings feature on RotoWire. Okay, so back to my guys. So yes, anyway, Luca, Luke is my guy. I mean, this is his, this is one of his shoes, and and I've got jerseys everywhere. And I've been on, <laughs> I've been, I was, I've been on the Luca train for before the Hawks drafted him and then traded him thirty seconds later. You, he was almost in your backyard, dude. It was heartbreaking, <laughs> heartbreaking. You don't enjoy Trey Young not playing defense? You don't find uh, that amusing? <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> Luca has always been my guy, but now I'm like, well, SGA is a little more reliable. Shea Gildas Alexander and then Ty Halliburton is really fun in Indy. So, I've decided that if I get a top five pick, 
Luca, SGA, or Ty Halliburton are going to be my guys. Well, SGA went right before I picked. Yeah. And then it was between Luke and Ty. And I was like, Ed Williams had named my team in that draft uh, something <laughs> Dr. A's Luca train or something like that. And I was like, You felt I, obligated because of the I, team name? I have to take Luca. He's my guy. <laughs> so I, I really Luka. thought you, I, I honestly, well, I, the, the Steve plan would be Luca, but I thought you're going to go Halliburton. I would have gone Halliburton. It was close. I, I, I was really wanting, like, if, if that would have been my 10th draft of the year and I already had Luke in a couple of, and I, I would have taken Halliburton and that's who I was looking at, but I didn't do it. Yeah. Um, we have, by the way, we have, an, guys, we have an Atlanta based question for you, Steve. Oh, what do we got? Trey or DeJounte lasting longer in Atlanta as a Hawk? It's a great question. Last year they were trying to ship Trey out of here. Uh, talk radio in the mornings. It was like, Trey going to get traded like every day. That was the topic. And uh, DeJounte does his own weird stuff. Like he, he, it's not like out in the public. You don't see it on sports. You don't hear a lot of it, but he's like kind of just taunts people all the time and messes with people. Yeah. (laughs) Chatters a lot. But well, I, I the Rockets game that. last year where they were talking garbage the Rockets game, but the Rockets came back and won it. That was not a good look for DeJounte. Yeah. Um, yeah, kind of like Orlando Garcia looks right now. Uh yeah. Baseball. But uh yeah, I I mean I would like to think that Trey is here for the long term since the Hawks drafted and traded Luka Doncic for him. Uh if if you know if that experiment fails and Luca goes on to do all the things we think he's going to do, then that's, it's just going to be another um, notch in the Hawks belt of failures. Like when they took Marvin Williams over Chris Paul, don't get me started. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I would like to think Trey is going to be here longer, but I also would like to think that Trey and DeJounte can play together and, and, and have a good run together because if you remember before DeJounte got to Atlanta and the reason DeJounte's in Atlanta is uh, somebody ran circles around Trey. And it, once they shut Trey down in the playoffs, there was nobody else to handle yeah. the ball. Red the Velvet wasn't destroyed. creating his own shot. You're saying. Yeah. The Hawks just got destroyed. So that the, that's why DeJounte, that's why we have two point guards, but uh, hopefully they're both around, but, but Trey hopefully will be around longer, but you know, that's the thing about today's world. Like, you know, Luke is only going to put up with what's going on in Dallas for so long. And, and this year is the year like we're going to the trade demand is going to come at some point, I think. Ooh, and then, okay. you know, if, if Trey. Well, Trey got it. You know, we the Hawks got rid of a coach and brought a, a different coach in for Trey. So that's like that'll pass. You could argue for, this is the third coaching change for Trey Young, right? Yeah. For a year, uh, we'll at least pass five trade there. And I don't know that Trey wants out of Atlanta. Um, I think he likes he likes Atlanta. Um, so hopefully. Anyway, I would have taken SGA. I did take Luca. I would take Ty Halliburton. I want a top five pick. You said you hated being on the turn this year. Um, I don't. I don't hate it. Uh, I, I think you get Jaron Jackson Jr. every time you're on the That's turn. True. I That's think you I did. maybe get yeah. a Jason Tatum. And a JJJ, and I, I don't know who you took yesterday. On it qualifies at center too, so this was a two center league. 
I'll take Jackson's 2.8 blocks a game. Very happy. You could argue it's really more of a block shot scarcity than a center scarcity, right? But uh, again, check your position eligibility for whatever your commissioner site was. But when I saw JJJ qualified at center, I was like, yeah, I'm taking him at the turn. I'll get those blocks and pair uh, bridges. Two of my other guys are Wimby and Chet. We're going to talk about them next so we don't have to say anything right now. And then my, my weirdest uh, – most anti-Dr. A guy is Bruce Brown. Um, yeah, that is boring old man right there, Steve. Welcome back. Boring <laughs> old man fantasy basketball right there. But Bruce Brown. And he's like 28 going on 44, right? Like, he looks like he should be driving a minivan. <laughs> should be driving one of those transit, transit vans. Uh, but Bruce Brown is in Indianapolis. Yeah. Playing for the Pacers. I'm from Indianapolis originally. Big contract. $22 million. Um, plays defense. Plays offense. Doesn't miss games. Big time locker room guy. Big time clubhouse leader. Yeah. Um, ring on his finger. That he can walk around in the He's got a ring on his. He's got the bling. And yeah. he's and he's going to help Ty Halliburton. He's going to help Benedict Matherin. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, the Pacers have that perfect combination of salty old veterans like Bruce Brown, Buddy Heald, Miles Turner to go with these kids like Jarese Walker and uh, Ty Halliburton and uh, Benedict Matherin. Like, well, and it feels like they turned a little on Heald, right? The contract negotiations are not going well. So they clearly wanted a different adult in the room, which I assume with the money they're giving Brown, they view him as a better leader than Heald. Uh, for better or for worse. And they, they're giving, aren't they giving healed starting position to Matherin now? Um, it feels like it. Yeah. 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 And so I really like Matherin too. Matherin is another one of my guys. Uh, yeah. I didn't get him yesterday, but Matherin and, and I think Bruce Brown is going to play a bigger, big role for the Pacers. We might see Bruce Brown have a career year this year. You can see a lot of minutes of power forward, right? They're a mess with Wallace and Toppin. Neither of those guys are a lock to see 25-plus minutes a game at power forward. So I think we're going to see Brown all over the place. Uh, so, yeah, I like that. Hey, I'm old, too, so I love the Bruce Brown uh, Bruce Brown pick. Um, all right. Steve, oh, give me ahead. a moment to discuss our good friends at Vivid Seats here. The NBA season is here. On behalf of our friends at Vivid Seats, let's get one thing clear. Nothing beats seeing your favorite team crush it on the court to the sounds of thousands of screaming fans. Every dunk, dribble, and every heart-pounding play of your favorite team, Celtics, live and in person. And because Vivid Seats is the only ticketing company where you can earn rewards on every purchase, you can score amazing deals and unrivaled annual rewards all season long. Plus, with a 100% buyer guarantee, you can be sure your ticket will be as legit as your love for the game. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today and use promo code ROTOWIRE for $20 off your first $200 purchase. That's promo code R-O-T-O-W-I-R-E for $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase. Download the app or visit VividSeats.com. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. I don't have any whistles to blow, or I would. I next, would next Tuesday. <laughs> uh, all right, 
let's we're already 35 minutes in we're, we're gonna yeah. have to wrap it up here yeah. in a second i don't i don't think we need to spend a lot of time on Wimby and chet i think the hype is real i'm not worried that they're both skinny as bean poles and that rick mahorn could break either of them in half without trying i'm all in on both of them i just want to see I know artist game, Gilmore box them out once just one artist Gilmore box out <laughs> games played are gonna be interesting uh but i'm all in and i think you are not all in i'm not i love the highlights don't get me wrong i think it's great for the nba did you see that dunk wemby had outside the circle over thomas bryant in that heat preseason game and then bryant looks to the camera he's like what what the hell was that (laughs) (laughs) that was fantastic but you know my worry is these teams are both playing for next season in my opinion you know they're they're each at least one other player away from making a real run to the finals and we know pop pop every time those guys sneeze pop's going to give them a day or two off so the game count terrifies me but oh my gosh so much fun to watch well the thing about pop though i feel like i feel like he he kind of hates us fantasy managers and he's always ah, oh yeah definitely throughout his whole career he's messed with us <laughs> and he's become the godfather of load management him and yeah. Kawhi right work together like palpatine and vader uh you know star wars and they became this dark fantasy force you know <laughs> together they can rule the universe and they just made all of us mad and it's like i want to yeah. see Kawhi leonard play yeah and, and Pop's like, well, I'm not going to let him play because I don't care about your fancy team. And now, now all of us are sitting around going, well, I'm scared of Wimby because he's going to play for Pop and Pop's going to rest him 50 games. Yeah, I can yeah. see Pop being like, watch this. Hey, Wimby, go out and play 50, play, play in all 82. I don't care. I, I can see him doing something crazy just because he's Pop. But, um, I mean, he'll you like- have fun with it. He'll have fun with it. But I you know, he has the luxury of being coached there as long as he wants, where most coaches are terrified they're probably losing their gig soon, right? True. He doesn't – whatever the win total is this year for the Spurs, he will be their coach next season. So he that's that's a luxury uh, he's got. And then OKC, they're always playing for next season or beyond. So, I, you know, they've already had – they've already missed a full year of Holmgren. I don't know why you'd take any chances with him if he ever had a boo-boo. Yeah. Well, I disagree with you. I, I don't know. Well, I don't know that Oklahoma City can win it all this year, but I don't think they're playing for next year. Like they've been, they've been tanking for four and four or five years, and and they've been collecting number one draft picks like nobody's business. It's kind of all come together finally. Giddy and SGA, and and now Chet's ready. Hopefully, his foot injury last year was a fluke. Um, I, I think they're going to try to win a ton of games this year, but. I and want to I, see Jalen Williams with an E. That's my guy. Not, that's not my Williams. Jalen Williams with an E on a national stage. I love his upside this year. And you can get Williams, uh, well, a little earlier than where you get Holmgren, right? I guess it depends on the center situation in your league. Jalen, so you can get him in the fifth round. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather you can do that. get him in the sixth. I always reach and take him in the fifth. Right. But I'd rather so do I don't know where he goes. Holmgren fifth round give me jalen williams he's gonna uh let's talk about a couple of your late round sleepers and then we'll get out of here okay and you know what we don't have to spend too much time on these because i went over these in our pod last friday i mostly listed these here for you to criticize me steve but <laughs> old man mike conley in minnesota his game improved with the trade to minnesota that's a team that desperately needs a floor general and you, he's practically free he's 
ADP of 156 on ESPN. Who are you going to get with five assists a game at pick 156? Uh, I think I got Conley yesterday. He is the ex- <laughs> definition of cranky old shocking. man. Zero upside. Absolutely shocking. Floor. Great floor. Great floor. Shocking that you were able to get Mike Conley <laughs> in a fantasy hey, draft. 46% from the field, 86% from the line, 42% from behind the arc. 31 minutes a game, 14 points. And the T-Wolves don't have a backup point guard. He's the only true point guard on the roster. They're going to play those knees bleed. I used to have party hats and these, uh, those, oh, I've got them over there. I should go get them. Dang, I can't reach them. But I have these birthday party hats and these little party horns you blow. Mike Conley just turned 36 on October 11th, six days ago. So I could put my hat on and blow my thing, and we could sing happy birthday to him. 36 years old, dude. Yes, you were able to get Mike Conley. He's 36. This is the most K-train fantasy pick of all time. What's wrong with 14 points, five assists, and 1.2 steals a game? What is wrong with that? Just because it's attached to an old guy, who cares? It's one pick 156, Steve. Come on. Absolutely nothing wrong. You take Mike Conley with your last pick. I'll take Obi Toppin, and we'll just agree to we'll just agree to move on. All right. Who else you got? (laughs) What other old old guy? Here's a fun pick. Not old. Well, an old rookie. So if I'm going to take a rookie, I'm going to take an old rookie. Uh, Venzikov, the uh, the um, the Euro League MVP from last season, with the very quick trigger for the Sacramento Kings, is a 28 year old rookie. Um, guy's a 40 percent three point shooter over eight years of Euro League play. 40 percent from behind the arc. Harrison Barnes played 82 games. He's 31. He played 82 games last year. I feel like he's due for an injury. Uh, in Venzikov. Uh, they can also move Murray to shooting guard and give Red Velvet some time off. Uh, I like Vensikoff in keeper leagues, uh, and because he wasn't, you know, technically an NBA draft pick, uh, though he had rights from a few years ago, he's off so many people's boards. Uh, go watch his Euro League uh, highlight reel. The guy quickest trigger I've seen in a long time. It's I. It's not going to take. He's going to at some point this season be a waiver wire yeah grab he's gonna it'll be the cover gonna, of our waiver wire video this he's gonna show up in waiver wire columns and videos yeah. yeah 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 all right and then uh the other one you've got is kj martin right yeah there's just so many old men in in clipper land they've got three 34 year olds westbrook um batum who's 34 going on 88 or something and then um uh marcus morris Guy Martin's battling Marcus Morris and Nick Batum for the power forward. Those two should be playing chess somewhere in a park. <laughs> Let Kenyon Martin start. Um, he will also be the cover of a waiver wire video for us down the road. Um, so, you know, you, you don't have to get him now. His ADP is 192. That's more than free. You can probably wait, you know, select him on your watch list and pick him up three or four weeks in the season. He's not going to start the year starting for them, but I believe maybe they're starting power forward. And frankly, the rare source of energy on a team that Pete, where Pete, where uh, Paul George will miss at least 20 games and Kawhi will miss at least 25. They're going to need all the minutes they can get from Martin. Playing chess in the park. It was, it was classic visual for me. Um, <laughs> it's just two old guys with blankets over their legs. <laughs> yes. You know, nice little uh, touring hat. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. 
and playing <laughs> some chess. I I used to go with um, Derek Favors and his and his knees. And Derek Favors was only probably like twenty seven at the time. I'm yeah. like, old, old man Derek <laughs> Favors. Facial hair that was down kind there of in there, kind Fort of Lauderdale riding the tricycle with the basket <laughs> on the front, and he's got he's got white socks on with flip flops, and he's just like just driving by the beach, just on his way to go fishing or something. Um, <laughs> Morning diner with the other dad, but your dads. Yeah. you can get across the same visual by just saying playing chess in the park. So <laughs> feel free to use that. That's all okay. yours, Steve. And then your Homer sleeper of Peyton Pritchard. Peyton who... Pritchard. SPP. Hopefully, he's their Vinny Microwave. He got paid. Marcus is gone. He's balling out in the preseason. I kind of, I'm kind of intrigued. And again, I think ADP. I should have looked this up pre-show, but I think it's 140, 150. But you know, it'll look like they were too. Last year, they were too deep at guard, and now you know. Then they've lost Brogdon. They've lost um, Marcus. So the minutes are there for Pritchard, and they committed to him. Yeah, a four-year deal. So. I think fast PP, especially if you need threes, those are going to be some very cheap threes at the end of your draft. Uh, Doc, give, give, no, go ahead. I was like, give us your sleeper. It was a Maverick we discussed earlier in the show. Well, I've got a few. I got Zach Collins. I've got Emmanuel okay. Quickly. Uh, Quickly is sixth man of the year. I don't. I don't know why he doesn't get more love in out of New York than he does uh, in fantasy land. Because slow pace of play, right? Your standard. Well, Tom Thibodeau. Thibodeau. I, yeah, I just Tom I can't. But I do like Emmanuel quickly. I like Zach Collins. I, somebody took Zach Collins in that draft yesterday. It made me really mad. And then uh, old man Dennis Schroeder, the journeyman. The starting uh, point guard for your Toronto Raptors, though. Starting point guard in Canada. And I don't see anybody challenging him for that job that Fred Van Vliet used to hold. Like, that is serious old man sleeper potential right there. There are a lot of available shots in Toronto filling that Fred Van Vliet role. Everyone's like, Scotty Barnes is the next Grand Hill. Like Scotty Barnes, but that's still so many shots from Fred Van Vliet and assists available for Schroeder. Two bold predictions, and then we're out of here. I'm going with the Indiana Pacers are going to win the East. It's plus 13,000 on DraftKings. Bold. Bold. So Miles Turner stays healthy. Ty Halliburton takes the next step. Matherin has a great sophomore year. Maybe they please Buddy Heald some way, and he and uh, he provides instant offense off the bench. Bruce Brown, ultimate glue guy, repeats what he did in Denver. Are any of these narratives the reason you're making this pick? All of it. All of it. <laughs> okay. All I like it. it. Rick like Carlisle it. and I, I have a, a personal history together where we we don't get along very well, but I'm I'm going to get in his in his camp this year. I'm I'm in I'm in on the paces. I'm going to. How break did you out. upset Rick Carlisle? That's a story I want to hear. Well, he gave me a pair of his shoes uh, when I was a kid. Nice. But he wanted to charge me fifty dollars for them, and I said I don't have any money. And he's like, a kid? Fine, just take them. Okay. Yeah, I was like 15, 14. And as I walked away, he goes, hey, kid, come back here. And I said, what? He goes, give me those shoes. I was so mad at him. I didn't even want him to sign them. And he goes, give me those shoes. And I'm like, here. And he signs the inside because they're black converse. He signs the inside of it with Sharpie. And he goes, here you go. He goes, I don't need you selling those off as Larry Birds. (laughs) Former Celtic, Rick Carlisle. There we go. Yeah. And I was like, really? Really, Rick? Yeah, I, have a, not, I have an NBA nice coach that doesn't like me either. Uh, 
I drank a few too many beers around um, Versace, uh, the former Piston. Dick Versace. I, wor- I worked with his son at Anderson Consulting. And after a Cubs game where I had had maybe a few <laughs> beverages, we met at a great Wrigleyville bar. And at the end, he's like, uh, to his son, Dave, um, yeah, your friend Ken here talks too much. <laughs> and you know what? Spot on. Was he wearing <laughs> Was he wearing sunglasses and have the, did he yeah, have the, the, uh... the hair was all out. It was nighttime with sunglasses on. Oh, dude, that's so awesome. <laughs> That's and so I, awesome. you know, I did go a little fanboy mode because I had had a few, uh, a few old styles in me. Uh, Chicago's yeah. terrible beer, and uh, I talked way too much. I was a total fanboy. Uh, total, Mr. Versace, if you're listening, I apologize for. That. <laughs> uh, tell us about Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas, six men of the year, is at plus forty five thousand on DraftKings. We, I've dropped the Vinny Microwave Johnson roll a few times in this pod. Cam Thomas could be instant offense for these Brooklyn Nets who on that second squad have a lot of defense-only guys. Dorian Finney-Smith, a favorite from your last podcast episode, Steve, and uh, Royce O'Neal, they desperately need Cam Thomas to shoot and provide some offense. Nick Claxton isn't taking shots away. He'll take maybe some, get some offensive rebounds off of Cam Thomas. But Tam, Cam Thomas's role is to gun, and gun as often and, as he possibly can. I could see him being a huge... Uh, I could see 20 points a game off the bench, perfect six-man role in a big media market. And Brogdon, Brogdon already got his award last year, so I, I think it's there for Thomas to take. All right. That's going to do it for this edition. Would you like to take us out with a little information about the Rotowire draft kit? Yeah, fans, please go for free. Free. Go to rotowire.com slash try to try a free subscription. All of our NBA fantasy draft kit material, plus all of our NFL DFS content. It's a free subscription for the entire site. All this sports betting advice. Just go to rotowire.com slash try. All right. And with that, we are out of here. This is the first time uh, Ken Kreitz, the K train. Are you going to blow the whistle? Yeah. And myself, Steve Alexander, Dr. A have done this. It was, was fun. I think after the uh powers that be at Rotowire, which which Ken is actually one of those, after they see this, they're probably gonna give us our own show and huge contracts. Prime time. Uh, so we Prime may be time. doing this every week uh, after this. <laughs> that's how I that's how strongly I feel about how this went. So with I'm that, honored honored to be here, Steve. Thank you, sir. It was a lot of fun. I had a great time. We're going to do it again sometime. Uh, I'll be back Tuesday with a mystery guest, possibly the K-Train again. Well, and Rick on Thursday, right? Me and Rick on Thursday, 11 o'clock. Rick Kamla, Dr. A, the OGs, breaking it down. Goodbye. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.